This is the second test. This is what's happening, good people. This test. is Teddy D from the from great city of Louisville, the not so great state of Kentucky, so coming to you with another Why Not Podcast update. As always, we appreciate all the love and support. And please continue to reach out to us at the Why Not Podcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions, concerns, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter. Shout out to Kyle Love at Teddy underscore D underscore or on Instagram at Dwight Ted, government mixed with the Nick. That's what I do. Uh, Facebook, you can try to reach me if you know the uh, full information. We'll see how it goes. No promises. We'll see how it goes. So today is the start of a new venture for us here in these Why Not podcast streets. We have made the decision to fully move the show to Spotify. And what that means for you is not much of a change at all. You come, you download the show as you have been, and you won't notice much of a difference. However, the show is known for a lot of music and that became so much of a headache to try to get cleared and approved that I oftentimes either shied away from it or I went to people that did not have, you know, involved recording contracts because we just didn't have the capacity, the money, or the time to really, you know, deal with them, to be honest. So now Spotify is actually giving us a really cool pilot program. And when I say us, not not it's not singular to me. You can be a part of it as well by downloading the app Anchor, and that is given by Spotify. So once you download the app, Anchor will allow you to use your phone, push record. You can record any type of content that you want. And if you would like a song included in that content, you then choose to include it. And here's what they're asking you to do. Play the full song without making a clip of it. And, of course, cite the artists that you're using in your material. But you don't have to pay any of the licensing fees that you typically would have to. Spotify is telling us, hey, don't even trip. We'll take care of it for you. So, in other words, you get to play all the cool music you want on your show for free. Look at God. <laughs> so if you're interested in, in being a part of this program, just go to anywhere where you're downloading apps on your smartphone or on your computer and you're searching for Anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R, and that's an app that is now owned by Spotify. Spotify is a streaming music service that has not only a free option if you choose not to use the premium service. So if you just want to go on and you want to listen to music, you want to listen to podcasts, you're still able to do that. And you can still listen to this show even when the music is included. The only difference is, and I'm not clear on this, so don't quote me, but they may only include a 30 second clip of the music or they may cut the music out, but the content is still there. And for all of my podcasters, guess what the key is? You get 100% ownership of the show, baby. So shout out to No Limit. Shout out to Cash Money. Um, shout out to DTP. Shout out to TI. Um, shout out to all of uh, the Flavor Unit, of course, Queen Latifah. Uh, bad boy, all of these different labels that we grew up studying and knowing, they jumped on an opportunity when they saw it because they had the opportunity for ownership as well as some of the benefits of being on a major label. And that's what this is for podcasting. So once again, if you're interested in it, feel free to take part. If you're not, I wish you luck because guess what? You're still going to do great. Whatever you decide to do, and this is just me talking to you. I believe that this is the first streaming service to take part in this. I don't think it'll be the last. That's all I'm going to say. All right. So once again, uh, thank you again for uh, just being patient with us. And anyone who has read the news in the last year knows that my city has been in the news a lot. The city, the great city of Louisville. And 
this season is going to tackle that. And that's one of the things that we've been working hard to do responsibly and do fairly and still be able to bring you uh, some laughs and hopefully some some good moments. You know, I'm I'm not the biggest football fan, and I, that's why I typically don't talk about football a lot with my friends that are diehards because they, they get lost in the weeds a lot, and I, I don't know what they're talking about sometimes. But I am a huge Dick Vermeil fan from the St. Louis Rams uh, dynasty when they had the greatest show on turf. And one of his quotes was so great that I've kept with me, and, and that was simply, you know, if you have a day where you have all of the emotion, and this is me paraphrasing, as always. Yeah, don't judge me. But, but he was saying, if you have a day where you experience several emotions, you know, happiness, um, you know, uh, I don't know, excitement, uh, whatever good emotion that you can think of, that's considered a good day. And shout out to another reference for one of my inspirations, Common, uh, Lonnie, Lonnie Lynn, when he made the album like Water for Chocolate, which is based, of course, on the novel. Shout out to my homie Boogie from uh, Backpack Jacks, who who helped give backpack, uh, excuse me, background information on that reference that he and I were talking about. Um, Common, when he made that album, from my perspective, was using that album as kind of a guiding tool in how he created by saying like, hey, when you create something, however you feel, the emotion that you feel while you're creating is what you hope the person that consumes it will feel as well. So if you're happy when you're cooking, the person that's eating the food is going to feel happy as well. You know, we can go on a million ways, but he made a great, he made an even better point, if I'm being honest, when he's just like, you know, also you have to realize that when he recorded that album, this is where you're going to see me butcher a lot of names and words, so stay with me. But when he recorded that album, that was during the time where a lot of incredible artists were recording in the same studio. So you had, you know, Erica Badu down the hall recording another timeless album and there was a, a lot of a lot of collaboration between the different artists. And, you know, that that positive creative creative energy is one of the, the founding forces of, I think, really good work because iron sharpens iron. There it is. Hopefully that was coherent. If not, write to me at the why not podcast at gmail.com. You can clown me because, I you know, sometimes I deserve it. So, <laughs> um. That is the biggest update I wanted to give you today and explain to you why the show is now listed on Spotify, because it is a growth. It is an experiment. It is, you know, it's an evolution of this industry that we truly do love and we've put so much time, effort and money into. And it seems like they're finally loving us back a little bit. I'm not convinced that it's all the way at all, because... This is a small step compared to all the contributions that people that look like me have given to this industry, but I'm willing to sit down and listen uh, before we plan to do something else. So, you know, this is a shot. I'm giving them a shot. I'm giving them a shot. That's the biggest endorsement that I can get because I don't know how this will go. Um, so, yeah, that's it. That's it. So, all right, guys, um, let's talk about what's going on today. So today I am going to re-release an episode that, that people always ask me about, and I understand it because I enjoyed hearing the stories on that, this show as well. And it, you know, it, anyone who's familiar with, with my friends that I, that I do a lot of shows with, uh, shout out to Pac, uh, shout out to Murph. Um, shout out, of course, to uh, Brother Ty, Smooth Lyric, uh, excuse me, Tony. I mean, there, there's so many ways to refer to these people. I want to make sure that I'm addressing them the right way that you can recognize them if you're familiar with any of our shows. And guess what? If you're not, that's awesome. Welcome. Take a seat. Let's see if you like it. If you don't, let me know. It's fine. But the, the point being is 
we are able to now um, hopefully partner with someone that is starting to see the value of what we have done and what we are doing and what we will do. Because to quote Jay, I'm overcharging people for what they did to the cold crush. Our people, and when I say our people, you can take that however you want it, collectively, podcasters, you know, people that do this have been doing it for free and at cost for so long that we always assume that that's just the way it has to be. And it doesn't. No one thought out the box enough to truly, well, not no one. Let me let me not use an absolute because people always try to come for me when I say that. Not a lot of people, not a lot of companies have thought outside the box to generate a business model that all sides can benefit from. They just haven't. They've thrown a, a model of, hey, we have this big sponsor that is willing to give us a million dollars to sponsor their product. And if you have 10,000 listeners a month, we'll give you about $8,000. What do you think about that? Come on. Come on. Why are you wasting my time? So now we'll see where the, where, where the playing field is. Now, this is not an implicit endorsement. This is not. This is a test. This is a test. So uh, we'll see, man. I'm excited. And that being said, I'm still rambling. So we're at about 12 minutes. I'm going to stop it. I'm going to add the show at the end. And the other point that I wanted to make is in testing this new format, we are using one song throughout this show that perfectly describes what these four men, myself included, are talking about. And that song is from a wonderful artist by the name of Victoria Venice. And this song is one track from her sixth song EP that was released actually on November 6th, I believe, but it's available on all streaming services wherever you want to go. Look up V-I-K-T-O-R-I-A, first name, second name, V-E-N-N-I-E-C-E. And hopefully I didn't butcher that, but if I did, that's more comedy, but Victoria Venice. And the song that we're focusing on today is called Forever. And it is a song that she wrote, she produced. She did incredible work. And in this song, she speaks about truly coming to the point and appreciating where someone is in their relationship, which is, hey, let's try to make this forever. What do you think? That's the whole thing. So uh, once again, thanks for listening to me and thanks for understanding the updates. And if you have any questions, uh, we now, one of the other perks, one of the other perks of Spotify is we now have a voicemail, we now have a email, and there may be some other things rolling out, but this is just the first of many as, and I want to emphasize again, a test bubble to see if Spotify acts right. We'll see. I'm hopeful. So uh, as always, family, uh, we appreciate all the love and support, and hopefully you guys enjoy the episode, and we will speak to you soon. Here you go. This is the one. trying to say look at him okay so the year was 2006 i was working second shift at a customer service job where i help people with their credit card terminals i was young uh moved back to town after living away from louisville for a while and this was my first real job since i've been back home I was having fun and going out with friends and getting to know the city again. So I was enjoying that chapter of my life. 
I usually got off around midnight and this particular night was a rough one because I had to work overtime so I didn't get off till about one and after I got off my friends called me up they're just like hey Teddy come on man let's let's go out let's let's have a good time and I'm like man I'm tired I don't I don't really want to but eventually they convinced me to do it so I'm like all right cool we go out I finally meet up with them and I drove by myself that night and uh, after I met up with them we were kind of hanging out having a drink and I saw my old buddy uh, Michael Pinkert and he and I were talking for a while and it was good to see him because I hadn't seen him in a little while and then all of a sudden out of the corner of my eye I saw this shorter woman walk up to me and I didn't think twice about it because you know I don't know. <laughs> I just figured she was at, but who knows why she was walking up. But I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And when she gets closer, she's just like, Teddy? And I look, and I didn't recognize her at first. And then I said, oh, Jasmine, what's up? And there was a lot in that what's up because I looked, and in that one or two seconds, I recognized her as my old friend from from middle school who I kind of kept in touch through throughout the years, but we hadn't spoken forever. And this was grown woman jazz. Like she was looking good. <laughs> she was looking good. So I'm like, hey, I mean, how, how you doing? What, what have you been doing now? And she told me her brother just got married that night and uh, she and her friends were in town or she, her friend was in town. So she was celebrating with them. And I'm like, well, cool. And in my mind, usually I can keep a conversation going, no problem. But for some reason, the voice said, don't mess this up. Just go. So I'm like, hey, look, well, whenever you get a chance, let's get up and, you know, talk and catch up. So I got her number and I basically ran away. <laughs> you know, I didn't get it. But, I, you know, at the time I was just like, eh, I don't want to say anything, do anything, whatever. So I got her number and ran away. Um and the night went on. I didn't see her again, but after the night was done, I was telling my buddy, I'm like, man, like you'll never guess who I saw. She was looking good. Like she was looking really good, dude. So, um, you know, some time went on. Um, she and I spoke on the phone for a little bit. And in her mind, she's let me know since then. In her mind, it was just her catching up with an old friend. Like, she didn't look at me and was just like, ooh, Teddy. No, nah, nah. <laughs> it wasn't that. I had to work for this, right? So uh, we were getting to know each other again. And finally, I'm just like, well, what are you doing on such and such day? You know, I work second shift, but I got some time in the day. Let's just catch up. She's like, cool, I'm free. Just come by the house, pick me up. I'm like, cool. So I go, I pick her up, I meet her dad. And I did a double take when I met her dad because I'd never met him before. And she looks like him. I'm like, whoa, just wasn't prepared for that. How you doing? <laughs> nice to meet you. And uh, I spoke to her parents for a second. And then when we left, I opened the door for her to get in on the passenger side. And she didn't give me a look. She didn't think twice about it. She played it off well. But she's like, at that point, it started to click that it just wasn't me hanging out with her. Like, maybe this is a date or whatnot. So um, <laughs> I, I say all that to say, man, it was it was different. And I didn't know why at that time. But looking back, here we are. We just celebrated our seventh year um, of a wedding anniversary. I get that even though you don't realize it at the time, there's always some little signs that can kind of help you decide, like, oh, okay, she might be different. She might be it for me. So, man, uh, this is the intro. This is the first try for for us to do something a little different. This is the Why Not Podcast. Yeah, ain't going nowhere, ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere, ain't going nowhere. We're gonna stay together, boy. So what you think about forever? I'm the bride and you the groom. What you think about forever? Get mad at me, go to the other room. Can't believe we got forever. Forever, this ain't no fair.
It's like December 2008. Like, I've come back to town. I've got my bachelor's degree in history, master's in U of L in teaching. I've started, you know, in my profession doing everything. Mm-hmm. And that changes things. Like, growing up in Louisville, you, you know, it's like, you know your friends, you know your family. Right. There's always something to do, and, and schedules get set. So when you start to hit the, it's not even a nine to five, it's like a five to three it throws the whole schedule way off. Right. So when you're trying to, like, you know, find a female and settle down and, and do everything you're doing, it, teacher lifestyle doesn't really work for what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So you've really got two options. You're either looking for a hookup or you're going to find someone in the building. Yeah. Finding someone in the building is kind of risky because then you run into if it doesn't work, you know, it all falls apart. Now you got relationships shattered, people worried about your business, yada, yada, yada. It's just too much. So I tried to play it cool for a couple of years. And then I hit this, I hit an issue. I had some surgery. It was kind of major, you know, so I'm off work for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. I get a call from the principal like, bro, you got to come back to work. Like you're out of sick days. People are done donating, whatever. So I come back, and I'm, I'm going through it. It's like maybe three days before Christmas break. So it's like, if I can get through these three days, and be all good. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, I'm struggling. Like, cause t- if you're a teacher, like, you don't even need a Fitbit for them 10,000 steps. Like, it's going to come. <laughs> like, it, it's automatic. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you can't, if you're going to do it the right way, you've got to be up and moving. And so with the surgery and everything, like, it was a grind. So I go to the lounge, and the lounge is like teacher sanctuary. And I'm, I'm taking my little pills or whatever prescribed medicated <laughs> right for the record and i'm trying to get ready for the second half of the day and this older teacher comes in and she's asking how i'm feeling and everything with the and i'm talking to her about it not trying to get too specific and i see this woman in the corner of my eye and you know it's a teacher it's a lounge you know the subs you know who's coming in i don't know her but i know she's fine and i'm like dude i'm in no condition to see anybody that's fine and and try to, you know, matriculate anything towards that. So I'm trying to have this conversation with this old lady. And because she's fine and a sweetheart, she comes on over and she's like, are you okay? Because she's heard whoop-de-whoop, you know, surgery and some of these catchwords. Right. Man, I don't know if it was the pill. I don't know if it was the anxiousness of knowing who she was getting ready to be. Because you know how things are right when you feel them. Oh, yeah. But, Everything hit me inside, and it was all bad. She <laughs> says that after she said, are you okay? I looked at her all crazy and said, I don't even know you. <laughs> I say when I looked at her, I was like, you don't know me. Like, it, And in my mind, it sounds way more compassionate. And sweet. No, it's a wrap. Right. This is not how the story goes. I'm going her side again. Everything was different. Right. Anyway, right, so... We flash forward, and this is teacher lounge. So she ends up getting hired on as one of those, like, mid-hire teachers. So she gets hired on December. Christmas break hits. Come back. Healed up. Everything's fresh and smooth. And now she's in the building. And I've already, like, in my mind, strike one. But ain't going to be no strike two and certainly no strike three. Like, I saw it. And I, and I, and I saw I saw a 60-year-old us together. Like, it was... You know what I'm saying? Like, it's weird how you feel what you feel. Yeah. Like, you know, it. I heard you telling your story. Like, the feelings 
whether they come immediately or whether they come like six months down the line, once that feeling catches you, it's it's usher caught up. Right, you know? right. And you don't you don't realize it fully at the moment, but yeah. You can't because there's no way to articulate how right. much that feeling means as you move forward. Right. Anyway, so math teacher, I teach social studies. So I see her in the lounge, we share lunch. She's fresh out of college, you know, she got hired December, and she's eating still like a college student at lunch. So it's like ramen noodles, like popcorn and a Dr. Pepper, like silly stuff. And I'm sitting here like, I like to cook. I worked through restaurants, through college, like this is my thing. So at a certain point, I start making two servings and, you know, bringing the extra Tupperware. You know what I'm saying? And I had six-period planning, so... If I was, you know, not on that grind, run to Dairy Clean and get her a blizzard, and a, you know, a burger, like whatever. But all those little subtle things that was like, because like I said, you can't come at a teacher strong. Right. Because if it falls apart, you've just, you've done some real damage in the building. And that's like, even you're in high school teaching high schoolers, but it's high school. You know what I mean? So like with teachers, you can't do that. So anyway. So I play this slow, I play it steady, I do all that stuff, and eventually, it's like three months later, and like, I'm sure every teacher in the building has told her, man, he's feeling you. <laughs> right, like, like, come on. I don't know what he's doing, but he's feeling you. So regardless, you know, I finally come strong, and it's like, it immediately, it's, it's just a jump off, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's like one of those moments, like, I don't need to worry about nothing else. I didn't even stress about any of the others. It was it was immediate, like, this is what's good. Mm-hmm. And so you go through all that. You, you fast forward, because I'm not going to go through specifics, you know. <laughs> right. And you get to that point where it's like, I'm five years into this, and I don't want to fight with nobody else. Right. Like, that's how you kind of consolidate the argument in your head after you've, like, gone to the basement, you know, all mad. I don't want to do this with nobody else. I'd rather go up and make up with her than anybody else. Like, right. Those feelings, those emotions, those sentiments. Like, anyway, as I'm writing my notes for this little, you know, blurb, I'm listening to the black guy who tips. Shout out. (laughs) And they're talking about that Bernie Sanders uh, guy. You know what I'm saying? And how he stood on old girl. And his husband was right there. And how he didn't do nothing about it. Come on now. Maybe on this podcast. Catching all types of hands. Is bought. I don't care. I don't care if you're a lawyer or you serving at the 7-Eleven money. You know what I'm saying? Like right. the jump off's gonna be real. Absolutely. Because that's the feeling I'm trying to, you know, express. Right. Because that's if that's me. Right. You gonna give me like this is how all in I'm gonna be. And, right. and and that's you know that's what that that first time means. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, son gets born 2013 in March. Yeah. Like hometown, Yovel's gonna ready to play for the championship. Like, everything is like, it's weird how that all played out. She, my wife is not from here, but she has come all in with me on that UFL stuff because that's what I'm doing. That's a good one. So, like, for him to be born in March, us to win a championship in April, and me to then be able to look back on that original moment when I first met her and be like, dang, I felt like I was at the lowest of the lows, like, could hardly walk, like, couldn't see my people. You know, like, everything was just going bad in that moment. To then be at that apex, it's like, man, ain't nobody got to worry about nothing if you really think about it. Once you find the one, all y'all got to do is navigate the path together and everything works out. This is the Why Not Podcast. Yeah, ain't going nowhere, ain't going nowhere, you ain't going nowhere, ain't going nowhere. We're going to stay together, boy. So what you think about forever? I'm the bride and you the groom. What you think about forever? Think about forever.
stay down forever and ever and ever and ever. We're gonna do this forever. This is how I met my wife. Um, it was the year 2007. We were at Jim Porter's, uh, me and one of my good buddies. We was out celebrating, and uh, we just got done taking. You know where you take the little pictures in the corner where they got all the uh, the flashy artwork? It's not really the best artwork if you think about it. But anyway, I guess when you party and you're in the mode, it's, just, it's all good. But anyway, we just got done taking those pictures we posting. And as we're walking through the crowd, it was packed that night, too. I mean, it was, it was one of those nights. Um, it's a true story, man. This girl, she runs and just jumps on me, and she hugs me. And she, I mean, I mean, I'm gonna be honest, man. She felt familiar. I thought I knew already. <laughs> the uh, the people that she was with, the people that she was with, I went to high school with, so I knew who she was with. So I figured, you know, I probably know her. So man, we danced for like three songs. Yeah. True story. And this is before I said, hey. You know what I'm saying? We just dancing. Three songs, and then you know I got a name, and you know I told her my real name. You know, um, at that time, I would give fake names uh, for whatever reason. But uh, <laughs> I told her my real name. I got her number. We stayed in touch. You know, and we used to kick it, man. We used to have, like, we used to have a real good time, man. I'd pick up, you know, we go get something to eat. We go to, like, uh, you know, all these underground artist showcases and shows. And, you know, we just kick and have, have a good time. But um, at that time, you know, I didn't really have a mature understanding of, like, love. You know what I'm saying? I still had trust issues from a previous relationship with my first son's mom. So I really, you know, the settle down life really wasn't what I was shooting for. You know, I still kind of wanted to be a free agent, just to be honest. But I'm going to be honest, man, this, this woman, she loved me. Like she just loved me. Like you know, I even I even asked her one time. I said, "Man, I said, why do you love me?" She was like, "I just you know I see good in you, you know." And she stuck by me, you know, regardless of the situation. I might hit a, a real tough time, and um, I was at 600 West Jefferson, um, over some foolishness that really you know is a long story. But I remember calling, making a call home to my homie Pat, shout out to Pat, and I was like, man, uh, man, I'm in a bind right now, man, you know, you can go over to Mama's house, you know, I, you know, I need you to go grab some money for me over there so I can get out. He's like, uh, I just got off the phone with your mama, man. She said, um, everything's already taken care of. I'm like, okay, uh, all right, I'll call you back. I call Mama's house. Mama's like, yeah, uh, Carrie, she, she already paid that. <laughs> and I promise you not. I had like this flash, this clear vision, like time stopped for a moment. And I clearly saw that this was going to be the woman that I was going to be with. Like, the, this is it. The games is over. You know what I'm saying? I virtually took the jersey off that day to hung him up. <laughs> like, it's it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm done playing, man. This woman really loves me. And, I, you know, I cared for her a lot, but I was in denial a lot because I had trust issues. But by me teaming up with my wife, it probably has been the best decision I ever made. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We got a beautiful family together. Um, our kids are pretty much our 99% entertainment throughout the week because, I mean, raising kids is a full-time job. And the new generation, man, they're just so intelligent and so creative that you really never know what they're going to do or say next. I mean, it's truly unpredictable, but it's amazing at the same time. So, you know, um, man, the Lord just been good to me, man. I'm blessed to have her, man. I'm glad that that night she just happened to be there. You know, it was one of those divine moments, you know what I'm saying, where if, if she hadn't been there, I wouldn't have met her, and I wouldn't be here right now talking to you good people. So, you know, it's just, it's just funny how life works. 
But uh, I strongly encourage marriage for those out there that are, you know, interested in it. Uh, still living by that old destructive culture. Hey, y'all remember when we was little? When, like, settle down with a girl was, like, the worst thing to do? Ah, <laughs> uh, you old lovey. He love. He's solid. He's trying to say. Look at him. I mean, but think about it, though. I mean, how long are we just supposed to hang out with fellas all day, every day? I mean, you need to have a woman in your life, man. You know what I'm saying? They, they balance us. Because before I got married, I didn't really realize how many flaws I had. <laughs> I mean... I had, I had mastered I had mastered the art of lying to myself. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm not wrong ever in my mind. And she would show me things that I, and habits I had, you know, kind of picked up along the way that really don't benefit my my situation. So, you know, she she helps keep a sound mind. You know what I'm saying in the household and vice versa. Because you know you gotta keep them you know balanced as well. Because they have moments where the emotions seem to either you know climax or tank. You know. So we kind of serve as that neutral balance to help keep them on track. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it, it's a blessing, man. It really is. But that's really my story, man. Um, truth be told, man, the good Lord just blessed me, man. He sent a good woman my way. And, uh, you know, I feel like it's my task to uh, try to make her world as, as, as bright as it can be while I'm here. Because, you know, another thing I just want to touch on real quick is, like, time. Like, uh, you know, most people want to pull out of energy toward money and this but man look you gotta value time because time is honestly one of those things that has never been promised to us like you know there's never been a time where somebody said man you know what you are promised to be here tomorrow yeah. ever this is the why not podcast why not, why not, why not, why not. kind of a backstory to it so i had a friend that passed away in 2010 or 2011 rest in peace to courtney so um me and courtney had a mutual friend named india india shout out what's going on with you what's your homie um so when courtney passed away me and india you know created a, a good friendship a good bond and um the 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 weekend of the funeral uh we had like a kind of like a after set after the funeral like you know everybody got together we kind of just celebrated courtney's life and you know just chilled and you know got in some libations and you know just kind of chilled and kick it so uh so I, me and I forgot who went with me, but we, me and one of my homeboys, we were like the last two people to actually get to the party. So I had saw this girl at the funeral that was like, yeah, she was beautiful. I was just, I had never seen her before. And 
everybody else around her and all the other people I had knew them but there was just this one girl that like she may look familiar but I don't I have no idea who she is so when we walk into the to the to the party that night I see her in the corner standing it was like you know how you walk into a room and it just seemed like everything goes dark but then that light just sets in on that one person that's that's how it felt so you know, we come in, there's a bunch of girls in, in this setting. And then, you know, it, there was only a few guys. So when we, when we walk in, you could kind of feel the energy. Like I felt, you know, I felt like I was like fresh to death that night. You know, I was like, I'm, I'm it, you know? So, you know, you kind of go in, you kind of feeling the energy from the other females. But there was this one girl that, I mean, she was infatuated with me and she was just like on me the whole night, but I could not stop thinking about that girl in the corner. So it was kind of like, like you know I, I was i was hitting the chick with the Heisman, like go on somewhere like i don't even want you around i don't even want want to give this girl the stigma that me and you are together i had to hit her with the stiff like come on now so so um so you know a couple of days go go by and i talked to india i was like man who's your friend who's like the little light-skinned chick like who is that and she's like oh that's my friend lydia like you know well, she well, they were actually cool. They weren't. They really weren't like good friends. But we all had mutual friends. You know, like 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 Tony says, it's the village. So, uh, so I'm like, you know, we I talk, you know, about her a couple more weeks. So I seen her again over at India's house, and. Um, no, no, actually, I seen her. I seen her somewhere by herself, like from afar, and she always used to wear black leggings every time I seen her. So whenever I talked to India, I would be like, what's up with old girl in them leggings? What's up with old girl in them leggings? Like, where's leggings at? Where's leggings at? Like, where's she at? So, you know, like about a month or two goes by, so India has a Halloween party. So... Mind you, before that, me and her had never had a conversation at all before. So I walk in. Again, I'm the, I'm the last person at the party. I walk in. So, again, I feel like I'm fresh to death because I, I, my costume, I went as money-making money, money making Mitch from Paid in Full. That's my favorite movie. Oh, that's when you had the gold ropes? Yeah. I, yeah, you remember that pic? Yeah, I had my gold ropes. I had my... Had my Adidas suit on with my with my Adidas with no laces. I, lying. I, lying. I, I felt like fresh. I felt like I was DMC, you know. So, so she, uh, so so again, I walk in. There's all these women around, all these females. But again, I see her from afar, and it's the same like lighting, like the same like. Oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. So she she has on this like elaborate like. I didn't know what she was supposed to be until like maybe two years ago. I asked her like, "What what the hell were you supposed to be that night?" <laughs> and she was she was supposed to be a peacock. So she had on like this tutu with these tights and all these colorful. Like she she's real crafty. Her and her mom are like craftmatics. Like so she put. So I'm like, you know, what the hell were you? So so we so you know the party's going on. It's cool. You know the libations is cracking. We we chilling and. um so the party kind of ends and at the end of the night randomly she says come here so i'm like oh. oh she's like take a picture with me so i'm like okay so i was like you know which you know like i'm just introducing myself like yeah you know my name's ronaldo you know i gave her my real name as my doll said gave her my real name usually i you know go through like four or five different names before you know you can actually know me know me personally so um so she takes a picture with me and I still have that picture to this day. Like that was our first picture we took together. So after the party, so we decide like, Hey, let's all go to fourth street, you know? So we're, you know, fourth street every year, you know, it's always cracking, you know, with all the wild costumes and wild people, you know, drunk and stuff at fourth street. So we go down there and, um, I ended up seeing, I ended up meeting her sister, her sister's boyfriend, like er, everybody just kind of in her life, I kind of met them that night. So it's kind of like crazy and symbolic of how it all kind of happened. So at the end of the night, I had drove by myself and they were still, you know, chilling in the club. But I was like, you know, I kind of had a, a little something set up, you know, <laughs> after the club. So I was like, you know, I get, you know, I get up with y'all, you know, y'all cool. But, you know, I was trying to like spoon, you know. So, uh, so, so I see, so 
this perfectly random. I see her before the end of the night. So I say, hey, let me see your phone. Yeah. I take her phone. I put my number in. in so I, by that time, you know, I got liquid courage. Like, I'm on 10. So I was like, yeah, let me, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be smooth. Yeah, let me see your phone. So I get her phone, put my number in. I push call, and I'm, like, showing her, like, yeah, I'm put, I just put my number in your phone. I'm calling, I'm calling my phone so I can have your number. Is that cool? Right. And she was like, damn, you are kind of like, you know, like, you you take, you you the boss. Like, you just do what you want, huh? I was money Mitch. Yeah, I was money Mitch, you know. Hey, I was money Mitch at night, baby. <laughs> so you know, I take the so so I get the number. So you know, you know how you were like kind of like in high school. You you get you get somebody's number, and it's like you want to call them like twenty seconds after yeah, getting that number. But you're kind of like, man, I want to be cool. I don't want to like be seen too pressed. So I waited like three, four days, like three or four days, like, and I wanted to call her every day, but it was like, uh, let me just nah, just let me let me pump my brakes. <laughs> So I called her, and she was like, why did it take you so long to call me? <laughs> and I was like, dang. I was like, man, my bad. I was like, I was trying to be the cool guy. I was trying to be, like, real cool with it and not, you know, not pressure you into talking to me. So so everything goes good. Like, we we have a lot of things in common. We're, we're different. We come from totally different worlds. But we have these common things that, you know, that bring us together. So, um so before that, we had never kicked it at all. So actually, maybe a week after that, I have a party at my house. So I'm like, why don't you come over? Why don't you come over and chill? So she comes over. And so she was like, it's surprising that I'm here with you now because that night she was like, I don't like him. Like, And I was like, you know, it was a party, you know, like, you know, it was a, it was a party. I was the host, you know, that's what I was supposed to do. So, um, so, so she told me that like the day, maybe a day or two after I said, well, you know what? I said, I don't want that to be like the first, my first impression of, of, of me, you know, the first time that you kind of hang, hang around me around, not around all everybody else that we know mutually. So I said, Hey, I said, why don't you come up? So the conversation started, she was like, uh, I said, what's your favorite movie? And she said, Love Jones. And I said, I got that on DVD over here. Like, why don't you come over? I said, I said, do you like Surf and Turf? She was like, yo. She said, she said, most people would be like, you know, do you want some tacos or do you want some spaghetti or something? But you said Surf and Turf. She said, I'm, I'm on my way. I said, <laughs> so, you know, so. You know, I'm you know, I'm a I'm a pretty nice chef. You know, I do I do my thing in the kitchen. So I cooked a good meat. I mean I cook loaded loaded baked potatoes, steak, shrimp, broccoli, fresh broccoli. Put in work. Uh put in work like fresh you know, fresh squeezed lemonade. You know, I that's how you know. So I put it out the spread. So she comes over, eats. We watch Love Jones and like literally like from that night on there, there wasn't a day that we didn't talk or that we didn't see each other. Like after that particular night, I mean, ever since then, I mean, we've talked every day since that night. And the moment where I knew that she was the one for me was I'm real. Like, as far as like the way that my life has kind of went, like I'm really like, I have a, a crazy close relationship with my mom and my sisters. So, you know, I knew that like she like I've never really brought a lot of women around my sisters and my mom yeah. because first of all, like, you know, I'm I'm my mama's baby. Like so so nobody can nobody's gonna be able to Nobody's gonna be able to uh, you know, compare to her baby and nobody's gonna be able to care I love like she would to her baby. But now she does know that. But so when I brought her around my mama and my sisters, they clicked like automatically. And I thought it was going to be like, because she's so different than my sisters and my mom. But my girl, she's just like, she's just real cool. Like she's, she reminds me of myself sometimes because she can like go into a room and like, 
she's not she's gonna be comfortable because she's gonna find something in common with somebody or talking conversating and this is gonna lead to that so that moment like i took her over to my we went over to eat like sunday dinner like for my mom and my sister and, and mind you i never really brought a lot of women around my mom so when i told her i wanted to bring her she was like oh like yeah like okay like yeah like yeah like i want to see i'm in so so she comes and like i thought it was gonna be super awkward but like we laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed like the whole like fan and it felt like family and like i had i had these uh you know it's weird i I have these like out of body experiences like where i'm in the moment and like if i can switch into my mind and like jump out of my body and like look 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 around at everything the whole situation i was just like and i was just like wow this I've never had this feeling before. Like this just feels feels good. Like it just it feels super good and the relationship's just grown for that and I've been married for two weeks. <laughs> so so it it's came down to this. But you know, all I can say is, you know, marriage you know, marriage is a hard thing to do and I, I'm you know, I'm learning that, you know, just within two weeks it's it's, it's, it definitely requires work, but the work that you put in, um, and you you enjoy it. You you will you you definitely enjoy it, and just finding someone that you could that you can build with. And you know, I've never had nobody love me like Lydia has, like ever. Other than my mom, that's I mean, it's like one you know, like nobody overtops your mom, but like, but it's a different, type. but it's a different type of love. Like it's like one A and one B, like to where it's like I've never had no one care for me, or like you know, if I'm down in in the worst possible situation where it's gonna be like, hey, look at this ray of sunshine right here. Like everything's not as bad as as it seems. Like you know, they they encourage you. They you know, like I have like a million and one dreams and schemes and, and concepts and she'll, you know, like she'll tell me like, hey, like that's a great idea. Do it. Like don't sit here and tell me and have all these conversations and me and you talk back and forth. Like you need somebody in your corner that's gonna that's gonna push you to, to your greatness. You know, like when you're on your worst day, you can rely on them to, you know, give you some wisdom or just give you know, just say those two or three words that can just calm you down and in your your just the worst situation possible so i appreciate her and i i can't i you know i look forward to you know the journey that we're on right now and having kids and you know growing together and you know trying to like build build businesses and just everything man i I, i'm excited about it so this is the why not podcast yeah ain't going nowhere ain't going nowhere you ain't going nowhere ain't going nowhere we gonna stay together boy so what you think about forever i'm the bride and you the groom what you think about forever get mad at me go to the other room can't believe we got forever see you got me and i got you we gonna stay down forever and ever and ever and ever we gonna do this forever Forever and ever and ever, we gon' do this forever.